Hello, and welcome to the fourth episode of Processing Minority, a podcast where we focus on the opinions of the minorities in the Bay Area. Today, we will be focusing on how music can help shape culture and identity, especially in such an ethnically diverse place like the Bay Area. Our first guest is Avantika Swaminathan, who identifies as an Indian American and who finds her culture very much wrapped around the music she listens to. Listening and enjoying music is universal. People there listen to music for the same reasons we would. To relax, to enjoy, to be entertained, and for social purposes like hanging out with other enthusiastic listeners. When I go to India, there are all kinds of local opportunities to go to kacheris, Carnatic music concerts, and meet good friends. Eva loves her culture, but says that one thing that's stopping her from really embracing it is the fact that she lives in the U.S. and not in India, where the rest of her family is. Being in the U.S. and then going to India and seeing how my cousins or my grandparents or my other family living there are so immersed in our culture and then coming back here and realizing that I'm not getting that experience. And that's kind of hard, but my grandparents often send me videos of kids singing and just to show me, I guess, what I'm missing out on, but more of to let me see how beautiful it is and how, how impactful it is. Ava says that the culture she lacked from being in the U.S. was quickly supported with her introduction to Carlmont's Indian Club. At first, I joined Indian Club for a sense of community. I had come from a really small school with only one other Indian kid, and I was so pleasantly surprised to come to Carlmont and see other people like me, people who celebrated the same holidays I did or who ate the same Indian food as me. As the months went by, I felt that by joining the club, I could continue to bring my culture into the light a little bit more. Not all that much is known about India outside of Bollywood and maybe the Taj Mahal. So my goal is to make other students have a better idea about India. Our next guest is Abby Wong, who actually embraced a different culture than her own through hula dancing and Hawaiian music. I culturally identify as Asian American, half Chinese, half Korean. The interesting thing about Aloha Club, which I'm a part of, and dancing hula is that you don't have to be Hawaiian to participate. I'm not Hawaiian, and I don't pretend to be. But through hula dancing, I can immerse myself in the culture and help share it with others. I feel that Hawaiian music supports Hawaiian culture because it's such an easy, infectious way to spread the aloha spirit. Similar to Avantika, Abby also uses the school's club as a way to promote and also be a part of the cultural identity in our community. And Abby had this to say as to why Hawaiian music specifically affects the culture of the nation. In Aloha Club, we dance to Hawaiian music. The hand motions will always reflect what the song is saying, so through the dance, we are, in a way, transmitting the meaning of the song to the audience, just in a different form of art. Being a dancer in Aloha Club helps me share the Hawaiian culture with the rest of the school because we give them a taste of the music and dance that is so greatly valued in Hawaii. Our goal is to use hula to share the Aloha spirit. As written by Dave Miranda, a professor of psychology at the University of Ottawa, music is a resource of considerable intellect, artistic, cultural, technological, and economical breadth and depth. Therefore, music is mediated by and impacts some of our biological structures and processes. 
Miranda continues to say that the psychology of music and emotions actually helps to better understand emotions as synchronized responses. This could be from cognitive appraisal, subjective feeling, psychological response, expression, action tendency, and regulation. All of these to change one person's environment. For Processing Minority, I usually use a teacher guest or adult guest on this podcast. However, today we have a special third student guest who works for ASB. Sasha Belov works for assemblies and specifically works on the Heritage Fair. The Heritage Fair, having just happened at Carmont, has a huge focus on clubs and their use of dance, music, and style. Now, because music is so intertwined with culture, I asked her a few questions on how she thinks the school supports culture through these assemblies. Whatever the club chooses to do, the school always welcomes. And the way Carmont can accept school cultural identity more is probably put more clubs out there, just inspire people to start more clubs, let people know and have get people inspired because once people are inspired, they will do great things. Cultural identity is very well recognized, I feel like, but there's always more that we can do. Beyond all her work in ASB, Sasha's cultural identity also can be found in her Russian roots. I believe that music is very important to a country's culture because I don't think there is a country out there that doesn't have its own type of music that has been around for maybe generations. I'm Russian and I grew up with Russian music, like Russian kids songs, and I feel probably more connected to my Russian culture than I probably would have ever been if my parents didn't play those songs to me when I was younger. From the past to the present, music continues to inspire and create helpful ties for cultures all across the world. From giving people and students a safe place, inspiring others to embrace other cultures, and being able to share this culture with people who would have never gotten the experience otherwise. Beyond school, I encourage everyone to take a listen to foreign music, movies, and other forms of art as to better understand the cultures in this world and to better understand each other. Thank you for listening to the season one finale of Processing Minority. I've really enjoyed the opportunity to tell the stories of minorities in the Bay Area and will continue to do so in future episodes. If you want to hear more of the podcast in between uploads, make sure to check the podcast out on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, it's Clarice Bell for Scott Center.